0: 10 shows, 50 shows, 100 shows, fuck it man, let's just not even discuss it man, OMG, got a problem, I ain't tripping, I'ma send an email, I ain't tripping, I'ma let them speak, I can tell you how it started, I can tell you about the show, started as a joke first, I can tell you that they never curse, try to tell a parent that, of course, it's just a lie though, listen to the show, what you think? I was playing episodes since I was 18. I make songs for them. Ain't never clean. Alright, sometimes they seem to be. But fuck it now, this is Ten shows, 50 shows, 100 shows. Fuck it, man. Let's just not even discuss it, man. OMG. Got a problem. I ain't tripping. I'ma send an email. I ain't tripping. I'ma let them speak. Whoa. Yeah. The reason it sounded like Drake is because it was a Drake parody. It was not. That was not Drake. It was... Somebody named Aubrey Graham. That's Drake. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, dude, that uh, is Drake. Hey okay, I'm just reading the email now. Hey. Oh my, my name's god. Aubrey uh Oh, my AKA God. Drake. He oh. likes our show. <laughs> a long time fan. A long time. He <laughs> did a parody of my did... song. It's called, it's a 10 bands. It's about how you this... make girls dance for cash. Oh, my God. And he wants me to Did know... Drake sign it, Seize the Cheese? <laughs> he said, Seize the Cheese, love Aubrey, Aubrey. Aubrey, A.K.A. Dra- Drake. Drake, Drizzy. <laughs> oh Does my... he know Game Boy? <laughs> uh... Oh, you know what? Just rereading it. It's actually by Justin Goncalves. Still cool. Yeah, Justin. Still good. What do you think of the name Gustin for Justin Goncalves? Isn't it Goncalves? I don't remember. That's why I wanted to just combine it into one. Easy to pronounce, Gustin. Then it's like he's, it's kind of a cool name because like a gust of wind is like a cool amount because it like blows shit over. Gust and, of wind is the coolest amount of yeah, wind? Yeah, other than gale. What about squall? What What about a, ga- what? <laughs> what about a remolina, force. which is a small tornado? What's it called? A remolina. That's <laughs> well, obviously not the coolest kind of wind. I think it's most beautiful. Um, but he wants us to shout out his new YouTube channel called Mario World Vlogs. So thanks to Justin. And sure, check out his YouTube channel, Mario World Vlogs. Why not? I just go there and it's anti Semitic fluff snuff films and I, I'm and I'm fluff endorsing pieces it in and between <laughs> and, and fluff pieces about, I don't know, Nazism or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys rock, says Justin. Hey, you rock, Justin. I think the hardest part about rapping would be to like be to have such bravado. I would feel like kind of I don't know, I'm more I'm more self deprecating. I couldn't like rap about being the coolest guy in the room. That's why Kendrick says be humble. Yeah, but then it's like in the same thing. He's like, Obama's paging me. So, like, he's not being humble. He's, he's urging you to be humble. And you should. Who's the most humble rap star? I guess Lil Dicky. Mm. He raps about having a small dick. Or, or Meek Mill because uh, <laughs> he's he's weak he's meek yeah you got a little meek mill <laughs> yeah we don't know a lot of meek mill songs but i imagine they're like yo i'm, I'm afraid to come out of the, my room because <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm so weak and Ooh, tired i don't like loud noises uh-uh. <laughs> that's good <laughs> that's meek mill i think we just started a beef <laughs> he's gonna fucking come after us yeah. now He's going to beef with us. Drake did back-to-back, and, uh, and we did uh, <laughs> i <"I'm> a meek mill. <laughs> I'm a meek little mill. Who did it better? Uh, probably Drake. That's fair. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Josh. Um, tickets still available to our live shows in Austin. I should say that right off the bat. And in Canada. Mm. Vancouver. Canada. Uh, Winnipeg. And Calgary. That Calgary. is not in the order that we're going in? No. I like to make it difficult to remember right. and hard to pronounce. Because we are, you said the city we were starting in first, mm, mm-hmm. and then- And then I took a weird long we were, pause. No, you, yeah, the, the city we, that we were ending in first, uh-huh. then long pause long between pause. the city that we are starting in, yep. right in the middle, Yep. and then the middle city And last. then Calgary. Yeah, yeah. I, I pronounced it incorrectly too, which is kind of fun. Yeah, uh, cool. So you can go uh, to com to see us live and do that stuff. Uh, but for now, we have questions to answer in a non-live version—the kind where it's just me and you in a room. This my is my favorite. Yeah, this is the good kind. We're, we don't have to like tailor to fucking guests. Like, yeah. oh, what are you up to? Oh, That's how's true. it going? You're <laughs> drinking a coffee. I have a croy, and it's fine. And I don't. It's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's six a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's right. And we're getting amped, and we're nude to go for we are a greasy, jog. Oiled. It's Oiled, dark out. <laughs> and we don't have to be friendly to anyone. We don't have to say, oh, my God, it's been so long. What are you up yeah. to? We could be nasty little boys the way that we are. <laughs> yeah. We I'm a, I'm a nasty child tonight. <laughs> what? I'm such a nasty child tonight. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to be sort of like a, a, a dickling, devilish little impy boy. Oh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want you to do that either. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be hanging <laughs> around you, causing a bit of a ruckus and a small scene, um, a Ray Molina for the night, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I won't. Uh, here's a question about wedding etiquette that I mm-hmm. thought you could uh, you could have a level of expertise on with your oh, wedding. Yeah. How um, perfect. And all day long and all evening long, I get into vile arguments with my fiance and her family and my family about the wedding. So, why, why, I, why, the one hour respite I have, why wouldn't I want to talk about weddings? You get into fights with your Let's fiance. Let's just answer the question. Family. I don't want to get into the, the personal shit. Uh, will you be able to separate it? Because it sounds like you're just ready to vent or something. Will we get separated? <laughs> no, it's not what I Is said. Is that what you. <laughs> Dude, just just ask the question. You're turning this into this weird expose. Like I said something nasty about my fiance. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I didn't try to say that. <laughs> but now I think that you did. Uh, all right, this is a guy's name. What's your fiance's dad's name, for example? Full name. I'm not gonna give you his <laughs> fucking full. It's Jack Martin, and I really <laughs> hate that you ask. Uh, Jack writes, What's up men? Jack Martin's actually um Marty's dad. <laughs> <laughs> really? I <laughs> yeah. thought Marty's Marty's full name is Martin Martin. No, yeah. I thought Mar- I thought Mike was Marty his first name or his last name? I thought it was Michael Martin. Oh, so his first name is Michael and we call him Marty. Yeah. Got it. Michael Martin and his dad Jack Martin writes. Uh, I have recently found myself in quite a precarious situation. My cousin is getting married in a few weeks, and he graciously gave every single one of my family members a plus one to the wedding. I am one of four boys, and three of them are all going to bring their girlfriend to the wedding. I, being the heterosexual without a girlfriend, decided I would um, decided I would use my plus one to bring my best friend in the whole world, Greg. However, when I told my dad about this, he said I, um, he said it was wrong and that I, quote, shouldn't bring a plus one if I'm not romantically involved with them. What the fuck? It says plus one, dad, not plus one person that you're fucking. What should I do? Should I convince my dad that my cousin would be cool with me bringing every, uh, anyone? Or should I tell my dad that I'm gay and that my friend is actually my boyfriend? Any help would be greatly appreciated. With love, Jack. Jack, you asshole. (laughs) It's really fun to hear somebody that's so clearly wrong be like, what the fuck? I can't bring Greg? (laughs) Is that a rule, though? It's not a rule, but it's, I mean, it's an etiquette question. Yeah. You You get a plus one for a significant other. Oh, but you can't bring a friend. No, it's not like weddings are, as someone who's planning them, they cost hundreds of dollars per person. So a plus one is like and if you are also going to be marrying somebody soon, if you have a companion, I'm going to be nice enough to pay for their dinner as well. But it's not like, oh, if if uh if Greg doesn't come, the like the plate gets it's it's money you're asking this cousin <laughs> to spend for your buddy. Yeah. But if what's the difference if it's like a new girlfriend or my lifetime best friend, Greg? I think even if if he's like you could have a plus one, like you could invite a date to a wedding but it is i think it is bad etiquette to bring so you can invite a first date to a wedding and that's less um wrong than inviting your best friend basically the wedding has to help you get laid otherwise the cash isn't worth it it's love is in the air (laughs) and it can't just be for you and greg trolling on the bridesmaids well i'm actually gay for greg all right, then the next wedding we plan is for you and Greg. <laughs> Good then. Congratulations. This is the plot of I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, right? <laughs> Chuck just wanted to bring Larry to his cousin's wedding, and he had to convince his dad that he was gay for it. Would you, would you ask to do that? Uh, no, nah, I, I don't know. I guess I'd rather bring a first or second date as like a fun date story than to bring my best friend Greg. Mm-hmm. But if I really wanted to bring my friend Greg... Can you ask the cousin or the cousin have to politely say yes? I guess that's the other other part about etiquette. Um, The cousin would probably, you're putting it on somebody else. Yeah. It's like, just ask. It's like, no, well, if I ask, then the cousin will feel bad and he'll say yes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like it's impolite to even ask. It's impolite to even consider. (laughs) But if you have a plus one they're counting on somebody what does it matter if it's a girlfriend or a dude i don't know it's but it's not like plus one to a holiday party i will give like mike carnell comes as my plus one to the IEC or maybe it was the jeff was his and mine was dave whatever but like yeah i've done that friends friends and friends because it's a buffet like, style the yeah. company's foot in the bill but if it is like a celebration of family and love and you just want to bring your best friend you should be around your cousin you know So let me ask you this. You invited people to your wedding, or you will invite people to your wedding. Mm -hmm. One of them breaks up with the girlfriend a month out. Let's say Jeff Rosenberg breaks up with his girlfriend a month away. Mm -hmm. Does he have a plus one? No, I get the money back. So he says... Uh, she dumped me, man. She fucking dumped me. And then you're like, all right, don't invite anybody else. I'm going to get that money back. Or is it like too late? I already locked in 200 people come to my wedding. Now I have to fill that seat with somebody else. Uh, I mean, the seat, he no longer has a plus one. The seat is empty, but then I would invite another single person. Oh, interesting. So you'd, you've been like a last minute invite to a wedding before, haven't you? I yeah. know I have. Yeah. But is that last minute invite in lieu of uh, a person bringing a plus one? Um I don't know, but I like, always assumed it was a single person dropping out. And yeah, if if a lover too. dropped out, then that person got to like it's like you're giving two invitations to Jeff and now he has to fill that slot rather because than you have to fill the slot. It would be a little different if Jeff broke up with somebody cuz like he's at the like the groomsman table. So like it's not like if he didn't have a girlfriend anymore, then I would just like basically you... another random person that would also sit at our table. It would I... it is like Jeff, that is Jeff's plus one. I are C4 you for his plus one? Are you getting money back day of cancellation? Uh, as long as it's before, I think it's two weeks out. Is... I give him the final list, and that's what, and I pay for everybody that two, uh, weeks, two out. weeks out. So b- before, if a breakup happens before two weeks out. Then you can get that money back. Yeah. if if somebody if somebody reached out and they were like, Hey, I don't have a boyfriend anymore, um, but I'll try to find a plus one for your wedding. I would be like, uh, Don't worry about that. You don't have you don't have a plus one anymore. <laughs> All right. So that's a good rule. So let's say this is over two weeks out. He can tell him that he doesn't need the plus one. He can get the money back. If it's yeah. under two weeks out, it's too late. I say you, you might as well bring Greg. <laughs> I, I guess. I still don't think that you should bring Greg because everybody, everybody that, <laughs> I think most people will think that's weird. <laughs> that's true. But so does like, that mean he shouldn't bring it? Well, if you want to have, if you want to <laughs> be like well-liked by your friends and family at this wedding and like try to hit on people and uh, enjoy yourself, then I think you might as well not bring Greg because you and Greg will be You can ostracized. hit on people. <laughs> Like, oh, Greg, who do you know here? Uh, yeah, it's, it, I'm the cousin's plus one. <laughs> I'm his boy. I'm his buddy. <laughs> you should leave, man. That salmon you're eating cost $185. I get that. No, I get that. But I will dance pretty well, so it'll make up for it in the long run. I guess as just as somebody that's planning a, a wedding, is like there's so much that goes into it. I, as... As I've gotten older I've realized more and more how much thought and time and effort and detail has gone into a wedding and I appreciate it. When I was little I thought it was just like oh this is a big crazy party and like the more the merrier. But there's like there is seating arrangements, there's you know the, the works have gone into it. Do you feel like you're planning a celebration for yourself? Uh it's half for me or I guess a <laughs> quarter. It feels like it's it's like, do you feel self-conscious or, like, you're uh, self-centered planning this thing for yourself? Or do you feel like, oh, no, I'm doing this for other people? Oh, I guess I think that I'm – I don't feel self-conscious doing it. I feel like – Like, uh- you don't feel like a bratty little kid being like, and then there's going to be a banner that says, Jake, and it has to be big and gold, and I'll right. pay for it. That Those parts I don't – because that part is what I'm planning for Jill. Uh-huh. And then, like, the part, the part – I feel stressed being, like – I hope this is good. I hope it's fun. I hope the DJ is, I like, we chose the DJ and we like tried really hard to choose a good one. So if like people get there and he's just play, he plays like, but you tell him what to play, don't you? You do, but then they can go off the fucking rails. Like, <laughs> like what don't if, worry, I got this. If you get there and he just and he starts playing uh, the electric slide, <laughs> like everybody would just look at me and I'd be like, I don't know, I didn't what, put that on the playlist. <laughs> what if everyone's fucking loving it though? The that adults I are dancing. And I did, but like that's the that's the pressure that I feel is that like some choice that I made that I thought was going to be cool, everybody else will think is lame. I wonder if it's hard to enjoy your own wedding because you're constantly thinking about that. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it's sort of the way I feel at, like, a house party, which is, like, too frenetic and, like, caught up in, like, seeing so many people. That yeah, you have thinking. to walk around, and you, like, don't to get to eat. Mm-hmm. You can do that thing where you're at, at the table by yourself. Yeah. I, I. Oh, no, the sweetheart table? Yeah. No, we're doing, like, a Last, last Supper-style table. Oh, that's good. A, a yeah, 12-top. That's, that's good. It's always weird when they're just at their own table. Yeah, I agree. Huh. So it's gonna we're going to be at the center and then flanked by the... Bride and groom parties And I, the Judas (laughs) Oh, that's right I will (laughs) be Standing behind me With a knife in my (laughs) back Booing my brother's speech (laughs) Wanting to do a Jake and Amir skit In front of Jill's grandmother (laughs) And like the Last Supper uh, The entire meal Will be Passover A Passover Seder Mm -hmm. There will be a Maror course Or bitter herbs And and it will be The Last Supper That Mm. you were invited to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, All right Here's a non-wedding Related question I hate to open up all these wounds for you. Yeah, uh, I should. I would do a wedding podcast. Oh, that's a good one. And it would stop when you you already started a second podcast. You want to start a third? Yeah, actually, I guess I I I, I don't. Can't you just have Hard One Surefoot get married in your fucking make up? Hard One Surefoot <laughs> is forever a bachelor. <laughs> And if you listen to my D and D podcast, you'd know that. Oh yeah, according to the Reddit, he's kind of bisexual, right? Sure. <laughs> he was caught masturbating under a table, and he got kicked out of a, a what is it called? A, a bar, but the like orphanage. Yeah, <laughs> Dwar- <laughs> I want to talk to you more about D and D because he did play for six <laughs> hours the other night. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That yeah. is very true. Uh, all right, but we got to get to questions. Uh, so this is a sixteen-year-old Jew. We'll call him Aaron that is very jewish (laughs) hi i'm aaron a 16 year old jew and my friend who's kind of odd but is generally a homeboy brewed about five gallons or so of banana wine (laughs) that's right Uh, banana wine all my friends and i thought it was hilarious and that it would be terrible but we recently got to sample it and it's wacky good anyway he isn't interested in drinking but he is happy to hook myself up and the boys hook up myself and the boys this would be a perfect situation except for one thing his parents were totally fine with him making it but i don't think he's even allowed to drink it let alone distribute it to his friends how can he discreetly hook us up with this delicious nana drink without his parents finding out he gave it to us because if they noticed some of it was gone and they asked him he would definitely squeal as he is kind of a square and his parents might even tell mine how can we pull this off please let me know if you have any ideas what a weird question yeah, I, I, I don't really fully understand what the hell's going on. I just thought it was funny that he made a banana wine. A banana wine. I would try banana wine. Yeah. I love bananas. It's, I mean, I have no idea what banana wine... For all I know, it's like barely alcoholic <laughs> these kids are 12 it's also weird that the 16 year old parents are like yeah you can make wine but don't drink it or give it to anyone yeah i get i mean make the if, wine and dump it away like a wouldn't science you, if experiment. your kid was like if you were a, a parent and your kid was interested in fermentation you would i, I you can't be like no you yeah can't do that because it's it, i would say it's better than drugs but he's basically making a drug he's making alcohol right but i think i would rather have my kid making the drugs than stealing them from our liquor cabinet yeah, but then he's going to give it to it's his like, friends. Like, that's like the new rule of like, you can party, but you have to do it at our house. Yeah. Like, you can party, but you have to do it at our, at our house. And you have to make your own banana yeah. wine as yeah. like a science experiment. You can do shrooms, but you have to grow them in your own closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> because that's also not legal. So how can you pull this off? I guess you drink a small amount of it mm-hmm. and replace it with banana water. Oh, or just have him make banana juice. Why does it have to be wine? It's. I mean, can't he just make more? You just drink all of it and replace it with more homebrewed banana wine. What color do you imagine banana wine to be? Yeller, like white wine. How it's, yeller? Yeah. <laughs> so like the goldenness of a white wine, or and a thick, like a thick cream, like a, like a corn chowder. <laughs> I see. So almost a thick beige. banana mead. Yeah, which is actually what Hard One ate. At the uh, dwarfenage, right? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> What's his name? Hardwin or some shit like that. Hard won <laughs> because everything he comes by, he had to win his, uh, himself, and he had to do it hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what else uh, <laughs> you would say this shit to Hardwood's face he's six foot six and he has three axes on his per- four axes on six his foot per- six the figurine you're having made is just two inches tall <laughs> yeah but it's <laughs> 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 he <laughs> he still has four axes <laughs> and actually I'm currently in the process of making a life-sized one yeah. because he does that he towers over other figurines smaller figurines yeah way well, bigger it. than the dice um so the key here is to make the wine drink the wine and then i don't know replace the wine replace the wine with other wine i feel like if you only like drinking it because it's tasty and not because it gets you fucked up that everybody's parents are going to be okay with you guys having like a glass it's illegal to drink when you're under 21 but is it illegal to make wine when you're under 21, let's sick the fucking feds after this this, this, <laughs> this bootlegger, this moonshiner <laughs> making fucking toilet wine out of bananas in That's his own right. bathroom. Uh, all right, good luck. Didn't you say you used to replace alcohol with water in liquor yeah. cabinets? Yeah, my my parents drank so little that like I w- we would replace we, we would be watering down our own vodka that we would like continually steal. We would steal half a bottle of vodka, water it down, and then like, we would need to drink. We would need to steal again, but we were just stealing the watered down vodka, which is probably fine because you got less drunk and less sick. And we kept it in the freezer at my parents' house, and eventually, like the the bottle froze. (laughs) Right, I was like, I know, (laughs) but this is water now. Mm, Very good. All right, Sherlock, what are you gonna do? Ground me? Yes i am gonna do that okay so what i can't go outside now (laughs) what if i do anyway then Then i'm grounded grounded more (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right you take away what my phone (laughs) all right then i'll sit in my room (laughs) jesus what's with the third degree dad Uh, I really did have so much power. You could just turn <laughs> off my phone at any time. <laughs> Smoke me out of my hole. What if I just couldn't live at home? I'd need to be near mother. <laughs> you mustn't take mother away from me. Don't take me away from mommy. <laughs> take my phone, but not my mother privileges. Mommy, he's being angry to your loved one. Your prized little possession. <laughs> Don't let him hurt your baby, mother. <laughs> wah, wah. Your sweet baby boy. This is you at 17. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's take a break. Thanks, some sponsors. We'll be back with more questions and answers and maybe some unsolicited advice. Oh, snap. And we've returned. Hola. It's time for some unsolicited advice. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot the best part. <laughs> uh, let me see who wrote that. I already forget. I, I meant to look it up. But we got a second unsolicited advice theme song, Stinger. Um, somebody mentioned that. It sounded like when you said it, it sounded like the Mario theme song. Uh-huh. So, All right. so she combined the two. Cool. Uh, unsolicited advice. Uh, uh, hold. Hold it. Sure. As long as you need. You just let me know. Might be an hour. Alright. I don't have anywhere to be. Well. Yeah, I'm good. Olivia. It was Olivia who wrote it. Hey, thanks. Uh here's my unsolicited advice for the week. Go on. Oat milk all right next question (laughs) (laughs) that's right there's a new non-dairy alternative in town forget everything you knew about almond milk soy milk and coconut milk there is no hemp or cashew anymore that's right it's all about oat is the goat (laughs) milk is the goat milk and i'll tell you why and what about goat milk that would also be the oat milk. Nice. Uh, it's unlike, unlike its nutty alternatives. I find oat milk to be uh, just as creamy and delicious as milk without the nuttiness of it. Because almond milk kind of tastes like almonds to me and cashew milk tastes like cashews. And then there's like macadamia and it all kind of a little bit tastes like nut water. Mm. oat milk that it, is such a foul <laughs> that's like a that sounds like a sleepover prank yeah nut water <laughs> oh dude you got nut water <laughs> uh then i went to a blue bottle and i noticed they had a something called oat milk and i'm like what's that and they're like they basically make it out of oats strain it blend it whatever i'm like oh this is great i'll go to a supermarket and buy it and the barista said they don't make it in supermarkets they don't sell it in stores you like, have to make it yourself <laughs> and then she disappeared and then she milked me <laughs> she made me come into a iced latte. (laughs) I couldn't believe my dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's not oat milk. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's the nut water I was talking about earlier. (laughs) Ah, good. Very Uh, good. Oatly is the product. Not paid to endorse it, but I did go online and do some research, and uh, it's oatly, uh, oatly oatly.com. And indeed, for whatever reason, they're not selling it in stores, maybe because it's too hard, maybe because they're trying to create some sort of cool artificial scarcity where you can't really get your product and you got to buy it by the case which is six cartons of their oat milk Uh, i ordered online kept some at the office kept some at home i remain to be a huge fan as i not only drink it with coffee now i also have like a glass of it with Dessert. Really? What are, yeah. the, what are the health benefits or the health drawbacks? Uh, I don't know. I think the benefits are that it's non-dairy, so it w- doesn't upset my stomach. And the, the drawbacks are that it's probably filled with carbs because it's blended up oats. Mm. It's almost like the – it tastes like the milk left when you finish uh, like Rice Krispies or Cheerios or something. So Good it's milk. a little sweet but also kind of milky. It's Is there, a plant milk. Okay maybe i'll try it there's there's some here at the office i just finished it good shit (laughs) yeah very good shit (laughs) but i did order six more good i'm starting to resell it which is sort of my that's going to be my unsolicited advice next week Mm. because on the website it's yours is goatly.com yeah on the on the website it's like four dollars five dollars a carton and i'm going to start selling it for eight outside of how expensive is like a carton of milk uh, probably like two bucks. So it's double milk. Yeah, double milk, and then even a little more than um soy and almond. Um, but what can I say? Like you said, oat is the goat. Yeah. Uh, so that's my advice. Uh, and there's also chocolate oat milk that I don't like, but it's probably good if you like chocolate milk. Oh shit! I'm you like ju- chocolate milk? I assume. Uh, I it's been a it's been a minute since I had it, but I did. I liked it as a youngin. Fuck it! I'm gonna get you. I'm good. I'm going to get you 144 no, for totally your fucking, don't. I don't, the the wedding thing. I don't, definitely don't want 144 <laughs> cartons for my What's wedding. What's your address? I'll send it home when you say, can bring it to the wedding. I'm not going to say my address on the podcast. It's, it's like two. Six, yeah. Six, six, th- six yeah, three main street. Main street. And then zip code. I'm not going to just, <laughs> I don't want people showing up at my 90241. 90241. Christ. This is. Ah, uh, shit. You know what? They don't accept American Express. Do you have your visa number on you? Yes, I'll tell you it after the sh- Just do it now, just because I'm on the, 394, I the page. 05, 394 05, 05, 6, 05, Wait, slow down. 394. 394. 3 4. 4. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my Amex or my Visa? Very visa. Okay. Well, the Visa, it's yeah. uh, 4797. 4797. 0044. 044. 1919. Slow down, because I'm missing some of the numbers. 1919. 1919. Say it clearly 1919. and loudly. 1919. 1001. <laughs> uh, expiration. Expiry? at, at this <laughs> If I say the expiry, people will really be able to steal my shit. Give me the month then, not the year. 09. 09. What's the year? 22. Has, yeah, 22. 22. And then the little, obviously, the last step is gonna, the security ID. No, the three digit code. Yeah, on that. The three digit code I'm gonna that I'm going to hold up, hold up on my fingers. I cannot see it. Zero. Zero. Don't say. I need please two don't more say digits. the second and the third one. <laughs> all right. Okay, got the first. Zero. Three. Don't. All right, I'm not going to tell you the last one. Because I won't, I won't repeat it. I just, it helps me write it down when I say it out loud. Four. All right, got it. I'll this bleep, is, I'll bleep that part out. Please bleep that part out because this otherwise everyone's going to know this all This is so weird. I'm sorry. What's your social security number? There's no way you need that. There's no way you need that for this order. What is and it? I'm not going to fucking reveal it. What's your social? 066. Oh, 066, oh, six. yeah. 1-9. <laughs> Three seven nine five. Three seven nine five. And I'm begging you. There is no oat milky piece of shit. <laughs> what The fuck! I just scammed you. At least edit this out <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right. Do you have anything to promote before we get back to the questions? Um, I I just want people to subscribe and listen to my D and D podcast. Right. All I want to do is play D and D. So it'd be great if I. Uh, it was the number one podcast, Games and Hobbies podcast, on the Apple Store. Apparently, it was ahead of a uh, of another big podcast called Critical Role. That's pretty cray cray. So, if you like that podcast, you might like mine. Not another D and D podcast. Not another. D- Is it still number one in uh, Games and Hobbies? Uh, now it's fifth. Fuck. But it, tens of thousands of people listen to you play. It's not even playing. I'm going to call you out on that. It's not a, you're it's not pretending. playing anything. It's yeah. pretending. You're doing make-believe. We pretend, me, me Murph, <laughs> Emily, and Caldwell pretended for six hours in the office the other night. Uh, <laughs> we, we played make-believe. And I'm yeah. not ashamed. Um, I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> I make-believe that I was a human man raised by dwarves. And Emily is, is an elf <laughs> raised by a creek. And Caldwell this, is a tiny little uh, hobbit, halfling man, and Murph <laughs> is our dungeon master. This was after a full day's work. You stayed afterward from 6.30 until midnight? A little after midnight, yeah. <laughs> after midnight. Yeah. And I should say this is on Valentine's Day. Like, of of Certainly you had plans. Oh, I did. <laughs> and you, what, blew them off? Did you... I guess I didn't. Were well, you I, able to phone or would, does Hardwin not have cell reception so he couldn't make a call? Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been in the spirit of the make believe. Right. So Hardwin, <laughs> Hardwin can't text. He has four axes and that's all he has. So, he's got the great axe, the two throwing axes, and the pickaxe. So is what you, does he do? How is he going <laughs> to text his fiance and say that he's running late? This is you talking to her at night at 1 a.m. when she's at home scared yeah. for you. What am I supposed to do? I mean, Hardwin had control of me. At a certain point, you just have to throw your hands up and wonder. I show up at Bestia. Uh, yeah, it's a reservation for two under Surefoot. <laughs> Hard one. That's right. Hard one. Six foot six of muscle and beard. <laughs> Sir, this is a best buy.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: Really? Just give me a pound of pasta. Uh, all right. Listen to Not Another D&D Podcast. Preach. That's your unsolicited advice. Yeah. And your solicited advice. Very very much so. Uh, All right. I got one. It's a 21-year-old female from Canada. Nice. Maybe she's in one of the cities that we're going to. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe she's in the Winter Olympics. Can you imagine that? What if it was Lindsay freaking Vaughn? Let's call her Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim writes, I'm a 21-year-old female from Canada. Even though, yeah. I have a major crush on one of my professors. She's from America. Yeah. I wish I knew enough about the Olympics to know a Canadian. Is Lindsay Vaughn in? No, she's American too. Yeah. I'm sorry. I only support my country. I don't know any Canadian Uh figure skaters. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Oh, Delilah Gretzky. Nice. I'm a 21 year old female from Canada, and I have a major crush on one of my professors. He's funny, handsome, and so smart. Now, I want to express my interest, but I'm not quite sure how to go about it. Sometimes I try to talk to him after class, but there are always other people around, slash we mostly talk about lecture material. I know he likes me as his student, since I'm doing really well in his class, but how do I take it to the next level? One of my friends suggested I wear a low-cut top and accidentally have a nip slip during class, (laughs) but I don't think this is a good idea. What are your thoughts? P.S. He's in his mid-30s, if that's important. Hot! Uh, thanks, love Lindsay Vaughn slash Delilah Gretzky. She's gonna go from talking to talking to him about uh material like uh test material, yeah, material to uh showing her nipple to him. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I I have a friend who's now a professor in Canada. Really? I emailed him and I'm like, is it legal for a professor and student to have relations? And he said, in most major Canadian universities. It is legal. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it was for for whatever reason it felt like legally forbidden. But maybe I'm thinking of like other type of Well, high school. That was, yeah, that student teacher. Yeah, but if what if the high schooler is 18? Is that still illegal? Uh, I don't know. So all right, F- just throwing it out there that it's not only legal, but these both these people are of age. That she's 21. She's 21, and he's, and he's in his thir- mid 30s. Professor. Lady has the hots on the prof. What do you think is a good way to win over a professor? I, I think you have to wait till the end of the semester. Leave your number behind. Leave your number on the test. On like a, you just write him a note. Hey, thanks for being a great professor. If you ever want to get together, here's my number. Oh, uh, that's cool. Just go for it. And what if your number ends in like ninety eight? And so you, at the top of the exam, you're like, my number is six zero one five nine, and then the the grade that I'm gonna get on this fucking Exam. Uh, nice. That's and cool. then he gives you a sixty-four. <laughs> he can't contact you because you got a D minus. <laughs> <laughs> you're not intelligent, and your nipples were hanging out the whole time. <laughs> do you think uh, she has to do well in the class? Oh, do you think that helps or hurts? It probably. It, I mean, it would hurt if she was a terrible student, right? And he's a professor, right? And because like, he's dedicated in the materials, like you're, this like this subject. Sucks, but you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fancy myself an educated woman whatsoever, and you've you've dedicated your life to academia. Right. Well, we and should dedicated date. it to this one subject that you hate. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I teach uh, teach religion, and you yeah. think it's worthless. Yeah. So obviously, match made in heaven. Yeah. But it's it's it sounds like if she stays after to talk to you about the lecture material, maybe she likes the shit. Yeah. This or awesome. maybe she just likes his shit yeah you should you should i would say probably wait until after class because otherwise it might seem like you're just trying to sleep your way to a better grade oh or i would think that he would also be like uh, i'm not interested i don't date students i because even if it's not illegal i it still feels morally wrong (laughs) yeah uh so maybe he has some kind of compass for that uh and then, like, if he says no, then it'd be kind of weird to go to class. Right. If he rejects you and then you're like, "I okay, unrelated, I have a question and about. And then he's always, yeah, he's like grading your papers knowing that you made a pass at him. Or, <laughs> or as your friend advised, uh, you're, he's grading your papers knowing that you flashed him. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to pass you and you made it pass at him and it's probably too much. Mm-hmm. So you say wait until after class. Yeah. I, uh, I know I earned an A. But give me that D. Oh, that's really good. That's good, right? <laughs> or you say like, I know, and then it gives I, you a D. Yeah, uh, I didn't get what you meant, but or all right, you, here's your like, D. If you have small breasts, you could say I um, <laughs> I, I, earned I an see, A, yeah, but now I I'm gonna earn now now you just earn two A's. <laughs> <laughs> or you could say that for any any size your breasts are B's C's <laughs> D's. I guess it wouldn't work if they were like double. Double, d. Yeah, so I earned here's d- two double D's. <laughs> yeah, and you give him a little battery, a, a D battery. Hmm. So, but and then you, he'll be like, "What is this for?" And you'll be like, "I think." you And know then he looks up, quite. and your boobs are out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you're holding <laughs> like, a, rem- a remote control in one hand and a, a vibrator in another. And he's like, "You're under." Arrest. Am I then for what? Because there, I can see there's a bomb in your backpack. Wow, big freaking deal. I also take electronics. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't my only class, question mark. Like, Shit's weird in Canada. <laughs> I swear. That was verbatim probably something <laughs> that happened every day in the Yukon Territory. They're so fucking back-ass words up there. Come see us in Winnipeg, Calgary, Calgary and Vancouver. Vancouver. And we'll tell you what it's fucking like in the you great white Leafs. north. Yeah. We were we were doing a, a uh, interview to promote the Winnipeg show, and the person said... What do you know about Winnipeg? And we're like, oh, I, we heard that it's fun, but it's cold. He's like, yeah, it's pretty cold. It's uh, minus 30. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. And I looked and it was just minus 30 again. It's so cold Jesus Celsius that Fahrenheit begins to intersect with it again because it's so freezing at that point. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> minus so... 30. He's like, you, you want to bring like, you know, three layers on every part of your body. I don't have three layers for no. my. He's He suggested packing snow pants. And like a parka. I don't own either of those things. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get like a nice fall jacket and like keep my hands in my pockets. That's good. Like it might be cold but I'll be like... Yeah, I'll probably have one hand in my pocket because it's yeah. nice to have a latte with that kind of weather. Yeah, that's just cool. Like and a fucking like cigarette. Fingerless glove and yeah. like and a, just like a hot or I might even do iced coffee if that's the... And, and I'll bring running shoes in case I want to do, like, a morning run that, like, wakes me up. Nice. Well, be sure to bring shorts, too, because you might get hot. On well, yeah, I'm going to bring compression pants, obviously, and then right. I'll wear shorts, shorts and then, like, uh, a beater. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, what, I can't say that anymore? <laughs> you can. <laughs> I was going to pack a beater. <laughs> what? I, I feel like got, I'm under arrest I here. I think they're coming back. What? Muscle shirts. (laughs) I can't even say tank tops anymore because all these hippies are (laughs) anti-war. And you're (laughs) pro-war? I don't know. I can't make an opinion. I'm pro mank What? Mank top. (laughs) What's that? That's a man tank top. (laughs) Is that a real thing or you just make it up? I think manks are a real thing. I might get a mank. Anyway, I'll wear a sleeveless compression pants, one shoe. (laughs) And crutches. And no fucking teeth. (laughs) Because I'm having them surgically removed to make my gums hot in Winnipeg. That's right. Um, Either that or we'll just silently hope that by the time it reaches early May, temperatures will hit like at the very least zero. Mm -hmm. What's the coldest you've ever experienced? Fahrenheit? Um, Fahrenheit, I guess probably like negative 10 or something. Yeah. That's really fucking cold. This was colder than that. I'm actually pretty scared. We might have to freaking cancel. Are you? Don't <laughs> cry. Do not cry. Because <laughs> the tears crazy. will freeze in your <laughs> eyes. You really shouldn't cry. Bicycles on your cheeks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's it. Answered questions, promoted shows, talked about oat milk, and that's it. I feel like uh, the big three are are, uh, are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to everyone who's written in. That uh, email address for not only theme songs, but um, questions is if I were you show at com. Remember who wrote the opening one? Totally, it was so fun. Gustin. Gust, uh, and this closing one was a reggae song. Um, hold. Oh yes, um, who uh, it was described as jazzy meets mrazzy. So, ooh, you're, that is your favorite. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was written by a- Isaac Balson. So thanks. Oh, the tune is on my interlude is an interlude song on my newest record, a totally real and normal podcast, which is based loosely on listening to the great podcast on HeadGum. Hell yeah. Thanks, Isaac. Uh, it'll be out on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. And there's a full movie on YouTube. This is a lot to unpackage, but thanks, Isaac, for writing it. Thanks to Justin for writing his song. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back, as always, next week, every Monday, on the Monday, unless I won the lottery, and you'll never fucking see me again. <laughs> How do you, you get rich, you wouldn't, I would say I wouldn't even say bye to you. I would leave a, th- a million dollars on your desk and take a shit on it. <laughs> Sounds awesome actually. <laughs> you'll you'll miss me if I'm gone. <laughs> no, no I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll, I'll leave 2 million. <laughs> Let's see how you fucking react to that shit. So you're trying to get to a number that would make me sad. <laughs> Ten That's million kind of and I'm diarying on your chair. <laughs> Fine, then I'd be sad. I'd miss you. Ten million? You'll give me $10 million. I to really miss you? fucking will. All right. Even if I win two, I'll <laughs> scrape together the last eight so you can go fuck yourself with <laughs> Take it. Take it from a loan shark <laughs> and hightail it out of here. Uh bye, everybody. Now won't you listen to and I'm here? They'll be dishonest. Have no fear You're looking lost with the question you just asked Put yourself on a blast So write your questions to If I were you show That's gmail But you already know Not too long Wrap it up with the bow Now on with the show This episode is brought to you By viewers like you Viewers like you But not you Get it together folks